Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is the HNS podcast, and you are listening to episode. Microphone testing Number Testing You playing politician You more And she on the way 44 I'm Guessing the best thing For me to do is spit it This shit is never forgiven And in the background People under the stairs By Mac Miller Off of the re-release I love life Thank you Mixtape Thank you guys for coming back Let me the applause everybody Today I got a special guest Sitting across from me Welcome back, Carly. It is so random for you to want to be on this podcast again. We uh, we got we got a couple of topics to talk about today, and um, I appreciate you for being the person to jump the ideas <coughs> off. So let's see what's up. Let's see appreciate what's up. Appreciate you for having me. It took me a while to get over here. Yeah, I imagine. <laughs> Were you busy? Were you busy? I was just busy cooking us dinner. True. Very true. Round of applause for that dinner. It's gonna be heated. Matter of fact, so guys, with some recent news, uh, I wanted to really kick things off with the fact that, um, well, we recently finished Stranger Things four, and upon. Finishing Stranger Things 4, <coughs> it kind of left that hole in my life where it's like, damn it, now what? You're not going to find a, a show. Better than Stranger Things? It was so good, especially season 4. Eddie Munson. Yeah, the, see, guys, I I had watched season 1 when it came out in, what, 2016? And then, I can't believe it came out that long ago. Yeah, and then I never watched anything else. It I had a huge break between then and catching up to a season four like with you know the thrills everybody else was having so i was like fuck it i gotta binge so we binged it and i think honestly that was probably the best way to do it because then yeah because i remember season one i would have been pissed all those cliffhangers the people that were watching it in real time oh that's like game of thrones vibes i oh, would yeah. be pissed oh i'm glad I'm glad I was able to watch all the way through. But we don't want to spoil it. But I do want to say this show is fucking amazing. But two things have came out of it. <coughs> and I've actually talked about them before. <coughs> but one of them was the fact that Kate Bush probably has Song of the Summer now. Mm-hmm. Again. After 40 years. Because it already was Song of the Summer in like 86. Yeah, so it's like now it's Back in fucking, back in everybody's heads, it's a fucking earworm that even just mentioning it now, I haven't heard the song all day, but just mentioning Kate Bush, I know what song it is, and it's 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 starting to become an earworm. It's in my head again. But number two is I've been seeing a lot of hate towards people who are discovering Metallica through Stranger Things, and I think that's kind of silly. The reason is because if we're being completely, completely honest, 85. if we didn't necessarily get introduced to Metallica through our fathers, uncles, you know, drunk, older relatives, then we probably got introduced to Metallica through Guitar Hero. 
And if I'm being completely honest, the only reason that rock music had like a, a resurgence and was able to kind of still have a wave that, in my opinion, was impactful in like the later 2000s, I feel like is because a lot of the soundtracks in video games that were coming out just had some badass rock songs. So it almost like kept rock alive as a genre. It was like the last breath almost. Mm -hmm. Because since then, I haven't... Like what kind of, like Grand Theft Auto and... Yeah, like Grand Theft Auto and all the skater games and fucking wrestling games and Guitar Hero and fucking Rock Band and... You know, like every everything that was coming out as far as video games and content that people were that kids were consuming was it was introducing rap, but it was heavily dominant on rock. While the majority of the music that I imagine was being played out in the world was maybe a little different. Well Jesus. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think it's I think it's interesting that people are getting into into Metallica now. I actually probably should have opened the episode with Metallica. But since we're speaking about music and kind of speaking about Netflix, before I get into the uh, actually, since I don't know too much about this, let me just get the Netflix news out of the way. Apparently, after people saw Stranger Things, um, it was reported. That five times more than the first quarter of people who left Netflix, as far as paid subscribers, uh-huh. five times more left this second quarter. Wow. Yeah, so after like catching up with Stranger Things, she's like, oh, that's all I need it, I'm out here. So Netflix right now is going through a, a tremendous I also subscriber saw, loss. I also saw that in 2025, they're taking away Breaking Bad. So that's going to be the rest of the people that are still hanging on. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know what's happening, but I mean, there's obviously new giants in the game. Um, Peacock, I imagine, Disney Plus, HBO. I hope there's a resurgence of the movie theater because most things that have gone to the movie theater lately have been trash on. Good, good, uh, good conversation here. Good pivot. Because for those of you guys... Who, uh, who don't know, a movie came out recently that actually enticed me enough to go out to the movie theater, which, is which has been forever. Yeah. We, I don't think I've been to the movie theater in years. You never want to go to Yeah, the movie. I never want to go. But <laughs> back at it with a third one, and I'm not saying it's a series, it's not, it's not a series, but it's just his third movie, Jordan Peele dropped an, a movie called simply Nope. 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 And um, you guys check it out. It's it's kind of a big deal. And if I could recommend a specific way to check it out, perhaps if you can, if you can afford it, I know that not everybody can, but see if you can get it in IMAX. Try to get some nice middle seats. And fuck, man. Check it out. That's Check a it good out. movie. It's a good movie. A really good movie. But I don't want I don't want to get too much, you know. But I, I want to give a quick fucking round of applause and a shout out to Jordan Peele who did it again. This guy, amazing. Ne- never seems to fail. I've been following Jordan Peele since back in the days, even before 
was it um, Key and Peele, which is his little comedy series that he had, you know, with his, and his, his co-worker and stuff, or their, you know, co-writers. And then before that, if I'm not mistaken, he was in Mad TV. So it's like, I have been following Jordan Peele and just how... Jordan Peele was in Mad TV? Absolutely. So, yeah. like, how creative he's been throughout his years and, that, you know, all these different, like, skit comedy and now... Mm-hmm. Just how his writing has has evolved, and this this gentleman is only forty three years old. Okay, so he's still. What in happened his to his prime. counterpart? What happened to his counterpart? Does he help him or parted uh, ways? Uh, actually, I'm not sure. They, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I, I believe they're on good terms. But um, Keegan, Keegan Michael Key, I'm not sure. Mm. I'm actually not sure. I mean, he's a little bit older. He's 51. So I imagine he's, he's kind of doing his own thing right now. I'm not sure. But from what I know, I mean. Kiki Palmer was hilarious. Love her. I imagine these gentlemen are probably the most bestest of fucking friends. Because a lot of their comedy skits are fucking amazing. They're hilarious. You said who? Kiki Palmer? Mm-hmm. Oh. You've never, you know who Kiki Palmer is. She was the she played the sister in the movie. Okay. Oh, Eber, you know. I I don't really remember a lot of people by name. (laughs) You know, I have to remember my job. I have to remember a hundred and no three hundred names and faces. So it's harder to remember other names and faces on top of that. She was on like like, she was on like Nickelodeon though and stuff like. Yeah, yeah, but I just can't. I I don't know if I remember. Sorry, sorry. You know what? I think that was a great movie. You guys should check it out. <coughs> Jordan Peele's Nope. I love that his movies are never what you think. What you think they're gonna be like oh, the yeah. plot? Just, you, you cannot figure out the plot until he, the end of the he's movie. He's the new M Night Shyamalan. Yeah, it's so it's super good. Jordan Peele's amazing. Jordan Peele's he's dope. But, let's see, in other news, um, in the most, I guess, ironic twist, since we're talking about twists, that could ever possibly happen, a company called Meta is suing Meta for stealing its name. No way. What does the other company Meta do? Probably the same thing, because that's the only way you can really sue if you're in the same field of You're lying. No way. So it's like... I mean, come on now. Meta suing Meta is a, ma- a multiverse of madness. That's that's a, that's that's a, that's the same, honestly. I mean, if somebody would have made a joke about a, a Meta company suing Meta because her name was called Meta, it'd be super Meta because now it actually happened. So I mean, this is just. This is insane, guys. And apparently Meta.is holds a valid trademark for the name. But they say it's going to be an uphill battle in court, which it always will be. I mean, you're taking on Zuckerberg and the gang. It's not going to be easy. But a trademark was patented way before Meta did, so. People do win their lawsuits against trademarks, though. So we'll see that Kylie... There's some other famous lady whose name is Kylie, and she's had a, her, a brand named after herself for a really long time, and she won her lawsuit against Kylie Jenner. Although, I don't know what that means, because Kylie hasn't, like, taken down 
And she still well, uses it. Paid reparations, or knowing the fact that that's what the reparations cost, probably just pay the fine every year. <laughs> Who knows? Sure. Who knows what happens? But all I know is, you know, they're they're playing in a whole nother game. That's that's a whole nother that's a whole nother fucking uh, chessboard right there. But speaking of uh, of a whole other chessboard, guys, crazy shit's been happening in life. A lot of um, chaotic moves. People have been transferring from states to states, trying to either leave crazy laws, leave the fact that they're half their fucking state is catching on fire or super hot. Like Europe recently had heat waves. We had heat waves. New York is having heat waves. So uh, apparently an answer to that is if you're going to look from above, the world might start looking like a little checkerboard because some countries and some are not some countries, some counties we're going to start painting their roads white. Now, at first thought, you're thinking, okay, okay, maybe to reduce, you know, the, reduce the heat, you know? Because apparently they say the pavement's hot, it makes cities hot. But I've been seeing complaints that people are saying, okay, for one, that's going to create glares. Shit's, people are going to be fucking blinded driving down the road in the daylight. And then at night, you're going to have, you know, the fucking people with super bright LEDs. And that's going to create even fucking more glares. So it may not necessarily be a, be a good idea. And then they say, you know, all the footsteps all around, it's going to be dirty and you're going to have to repaint it and repaint it. Not to mention that to create the chemical white is one of the most toxic chemicals, I believe. So it's just like, man, you, you just can't catch a break, right? No matter what you do in life, you're fucked. Also, I was just reading an article about it. Um, researchers have discovered that the reflected sunlight didn't disappear, rather it's being absorbed by people. Well, yeah, I mean, like, because, like, before it was, like, it, it hits the hits the concrete and it kind of absorbs it. Now it's reflecting. So, guess what's standing a good four, five, <laughs> six feet directly above the reflective area? A human sausage. <laughs> people are getting cooked, man. It's like... It's a People could feel more than seven degrees warmer on a cool pavement, quote-unquote. Yeah, it's like, hey, guys, this is supposed to be a little colder. I'm fucking frying. <laughs> What's happening? I thought this was supposed to be better. So it's like, you know, we'll see what happens for those counties who, who implement it. Be walk, walk, advise, you know, walk. Well, use your, use your you know, common sense and PPE. Wear some sweatshirts, maybe. Wear some sweatpants. Something. Do something. Because um, that's not going to be a, a good solution. Because uh, I don't know. And um, who knows what the fuck's going on. Because it is getting super hot. The world's melting. But in good, I mean, I guess in, in brighter news, uh, I did hear that they removed 100,000 kilograms of plastic from the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. Is that a lot in comparison to what's out there? I mean, they said it would it would only take nothing. it would only take nine hundred and ninety nine times at its current state to remove everything, which isn't a lot. Nine hundred and ninety nine times. It's always better than nothing. What do they do with that though now? That's like three years of nonstop work. But what do they do now with that stuff that they took out? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> <laughs> Good question. Are they going to ship it off into space? You know, on some uh, Futurama shit? They might. They just might. Make a little meteor. 
send it out in the space, fly it off on a rocket. I mean, that's apparently what's happening to fucking everything else on this planet. You sure the Skittles, that there's a lawsuit against Mars because Skittles are uh, not fit for human consumption. That's crazy. So, they're flying off the fucking shelves as fast as a fucking garbage ball would. Yeah, apparently it has chemicals in it so damaging that it could change your DNA. Titanium dioxide. It can change your DNA? Yes, ma'am. In other words, potentially giving you cancers and maybe making you a little prick. A little So who knows, if everybody out there has been eating Skittles, think about that last Skittle bite. You really need it. Is it terrible that now I want some Skittles that we keep talking about? You know, I think it's terrible that now I want a Klondike Choco Taco because they were discontinued (laughs) after almost 40 fucking years. I haven't had one of those since I was a child. A Choco Taco? I also want one of those. (laughs) A Choco Taco and a bag of Skittles? Oh, bro. That's childhood. That's no. What I really need is probably like some fucking mango tie, sticky rice or some shit. No, actually, what I really need is I needed to be there at these fucking Yeezy drops. So I, I kind of wanted to talk about rolling. What happened at Rolling Loud? But it's not really that important. We can mention a little bit afterwards. But what I really want to talk about is these fucking. All right, for one, a couple days ago, I tried to uh, get some shoes. And I failed on Yeezy Supply, some uh, some slides. So it is what it is. Same. But I've also heard that there is a Yeezy day coming up on the 1st, I believe, of August, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, or something like that. But it, whatever it is, it's coming soon. However, the news that I think is really fucking awesome... It's almost sound the alarm, round of applause to fucking Kanye West because he... Is changing the game for what I believe to be the retail industry. Because he's had these drops, right? So everybody's already been doing pop-up stores. Except these aren't even like... I mean, I guess they're kind of like what people do at the art walks and stuff. It's kind of set up. But, but to have it be Yeezy, this is insane. So this guy pulled up with Vans. Big-ass bags. They're literally like the duffel bags. The giant bags that you imagine getting from the wholesaler. And then they have to get in their warehouses and distribute it. They said, no, 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 Let's cut that whole stage out. You know what? We'll just bring it to the store. Invite everybody in here. You dig through it. You find your size. And as soon as you get all the items that you want, come up to the store. Come up to us and we'll check you out. This is, this is different. This is dope. This is dope. And at first, he did it in, he did it in New York. If I'm not mistaken, at the Gap store. But then apparently... There's also been van drops where he just goes to random parts in the city, like parking lots and uh, abandoned areas where you know he could just kind of rent a lot for the day. And he pulls up with these vans, dumps all these duffels, sets up four or five different kiosks, and bam, new shopping experience. It's not a new shopping experience. Who's done it before? That sounds like a segunda. Who's done it? A segunda? <laughs> Well, now, now Yeezy Gap is a segunda, but check it out. That shit is gangster as fuck. Because you're getting Yeezy Gap. Yeah. I don't want to have to dig through a bin for my... For your Yeezy Gap? For my size. Maybe if all the bins are the same size, so you just grab it. But is he making people, like, dig through it? Potentially. No. I don't like that. Damn. 
It's always a critic. How come? How <laughs> I just come? told you. I don't want to have to dig through. Okay, so what if each bag was, was you know, I actually small, hate medium, going large, shopping. extra large? I hate going shopping because I hate having to look and, like, find my size. But he's not size. like he's asking you to fold it back up again. No, but he's asking me to dig. What if your size <laughs> is at the bottom of that full-ass barrel? Damn. Or bin or whatever. Like, any uh, large over there? <laughs> Any large? No. We got it. Sure, I'm going down to the last bag over there. They got exactly. large. Yeah, I mean, it just it's it's different. I, I dig it. I mean, I think it's unique. I think it's unique. It's definitely it's Kanye and the Yeezy Gap team cutting corners. But I feel like if you're coming, if you're looking at it from a businessman's perspective, it's uh. It's you know it's it's, it's marketable. Unique. It's unique. It's something to talk about right now, and it's hot. It's a it's a great way to bring the fans out. Where was it at? In Chicago, in Los Angeles, New York, apparently some other states. I'm hoping he comes to KC. He ain't coming to KC though. But hey, if we can uh, reach out to the Yeezy Gap team and tell them, hey, you don't have no idea how many Yeezy fans you got out here. But who knows. There is that reputation that Casey's kind of dangerous. I was like, I ain't pulling up to Casey. Fuck all that. He can pull up to the Liberty Memorial. <laughs> he could pull up to the Liberty Memorial? Yeah. 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 Sure. Pull up to the Liberty Memorial. Have you, have you peoples on the outside guarding who goes in? He'd probably pull up to, like, Royal Stadium or Arrowhead Stadium. Yeah. Those are, like, the most, I feel like, well-known. Safest place where you can bring a lot of people in? Like the parking lots at the Kaufman shit? Tailgating? No, inside the stadiums. But that's the thing, though. He's in open areas or oh. parking garages. Oh. Yeah, still go out there. You don't want to go anywhere in downtown or... You think the people out here will fucking hit a lick? Oh, my God. You think if the Yeezy Gap van was driving through town, somebody in KC would hit a lick? Somebody. You fucking lying. Why you think so low, KC? No way. You sitting there out here just fucking shooting shit up? Licks. 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 Hey, give me that Yeezy. Run that Yeezy Gap. (laughs) <laughs> you think that's how it is out here? Probably. That is insane. Well, guys, look. I challenge that. Yeezy Gap, come out here to Kansas City, and we'll show you that we got some people out here who truly fuck with you. Come to our backyard. Come to... <laughs> <laughs> Just throw one bag in the backyard, one by the people who we know would buy. <laughs> Cesar. Oh, shit. I think between me and Cesar, we'd probably buy out the whole shit. Yeah. Like, All right, bro, we got this. <laughs> Yeah, no, but it's pretty tight what they're doing. I mean, I heard that they had a whole little uh, Yeezy Gap video game where you could actually log on to the Yeezy Gap Balenciaga website. And um, you play like a little video game. It gives you the option to choose any of the outfits that they're actually selling on the store. So in a way, it's like a pseudo way to try on the fit. You know, like you can see a three-dimensional rendering of the fit. But I think it's, you know, they're doing they're doing creative things out there. And to think that it's like it truly is now like it's, Yeezy has become its thing. Like you can't deny it. Like it's almost like its own Apple. Like everything with the Yeezy name. Like he says he has video games now. The stem players, shoes, clothes. I mean, I don't think he has video games. He has an app that's that has a little video game simulator. Pretty shitty. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm not saying he's gonna drop the next GTA. You know, I'm saying that. I mean, Angry Birds did better than that. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, he ain't trying to take this to the market. He's trying to <laughs> show off the fits. But yeah, you know, I mean, I think I think he's doing good. I think he's doing all right. Uh, I don't know how true it is, though. But I did hear that apparently six days ago, he was at some kind of Lakewood church. And let me actually look this up before I give you guys some lines. But if this is real. He was at um at Joel Osteen's house. Oh, this must what? Be, oh, okay, this was 2019. This was a long time ago. Yuck. A long time ago. I still don't want to. But he was there. He's and, still disgusting. And he had said... Protect your kids because the entertainment industry puts images and symbolism in their movies and TV shows to make them stop thinking for themselves and make it easier for them to accept everything that they watch. Not a single person clapped. So Kanye stood there for two to three seconds, stared at everyone, and I said, y'all can go research that. So who knows? I I always thought that. Back in the day, it's actually what got me into conspiracies. I remember I used to look up, like, uh, subliminal messages in Disney movies. Subliminal movies. You never watched those type of shit? Yeah, and I don't think... I, you don't think it was true? No, I think that's just fabrication. Like, really? stuff in people's heads. Like, they're, like... Rock, but you have to think... What's those ink? Ink uh, rock Rockshack? Rock mm, rock, uh, Rorschachs? Rorschachs. You think everybody's just making... It's like seeing an image in a cloud. Yeah. So you don't think the stars in Lion King truly say sex? No. Wait. I don't know. I haven't seen that. You but I probably not. You, there's a scene in some other movie where there's like a, a little magazine, a little. Uh, I mean, I think Disney puts. I think Disney puts Easter eggs definitely. Mm-hmm. But well, like, Easter eggs are something else. But like six 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 in the word Disney or whatever uh-huh. in that shit. Like, you think that's a reach? Yeah. You think people are out here really getting their, their you know, their stretches in with these? I mean, and once you say something, it's hard for people not to see what you point out. Uh, so then it, that's when it rolls and it yeah. goes on? Yeah. So the first person is just truly creative. It's like, oh, dude, that's cool that you saw that. Just, hey, just don't tell anybody else. <laughs> and then he's just like, oh, I'm going to tell everybody. Well, oh, but then fuck. to say that it's intentionally done. Uh-huh. Like, you could say, like, that cloud looks like an ice cream cone, and people could be like, oh, yeah, it does. But to say that cloud is an ice cream cone in the sky. Hmm. Well, that's, that's why I'd have to kind of revisit a lot of those things. Like, I remember one of, the, one of the images in there was, like, the Starbucks logo, how they said the Starbucks logo was, like, a perverted image or some shit. Like, a lot of them are reaching them. Who would do just, that? Who? who would actually do that? Because then what I would do is look up who are the owners of Starbucks. Uh-huh. And nine times out of ten, it's like old white people that's like, that's not what they're doing. Yeah, but they, they, didn't, they also didn't design it. They well, hired, maybe they didn't do their research. They hired designers. Like, oh, you think it's yeah. the designers that yeah. are putting out subliminal messages? Mm-hmm. The designers that are making people who like... Are, people who are getting underpaid, so they say yeah. they send a little fuck you to the, to the illustrations. Interesting. Interesting. That's thought. what the theory is. Mm. That there's not necessarily nefarious subliminal messages. Like there's not an Illuminati. There's just people putting out bullshit because yeah, there's mad. people fucking with other people because why not? Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Mhm. It's like the original memes, you know. Yeah. Like instead of like nowadays where people just share a meme, the guy who was given the job of, hey man, 
we need to add more stars. There's not enough stars here. I'll give you more stars, you fucker. <laughs> it's a sex. Yeah. Do <laughs> you want more stars? Say that, you little fucker. And then, 20 years down the line, nobody's even going to know. I'm going to drop a little video saying, damn, look what uh, Disney's hiding from you on. And then I'm going to monetize my YouTube and get banged. <laughs> it's not a bad idea, you know. Who knows? If I was, don't, uh, you know, I don't, don't want to say that because then I won't get any jobs in the industry. But I can see, I can see how people would do that. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy time. It's crazy time. Um, but that's what I mean. That's what got me into conspiracies. But speaking of conspiracy theories, since we're actually saying that, this is a good little, uh, good little pivot. Good little. <laughs> Apparently, if you are an look. If I have listeners out there who fall into this category, I'm sorry. But if you're American, the chances are you probably liked a lot of uh, maybe conspiracy theories that leaned a little right wing. They all tend to say one message. And that's that we have foreign enemies that have interests in our country that aren't necessarily in our best interest. And the one country that always seems to be enemy number one, despite what's going on now, it's not Russia, is China. China. Everything's always leads to China. China, <laughs> China, China. I like Chinese people. I like Chinese people. I like Chinese food. I think the country of China, mainland, has the city, their architecture is unique. It's dope. It's, you know, I even like... The outskirts, like what you would call the national parks, China to me is absolutely gorgeous. But there is a lot of conspiracy theories that seem to bash on them. And I recently found some news that's not doing those people any favors if you don't want them to believe the conspiracy theories. Because apparently the Chinese spent $6.1 billion on U.S., real estate last year and they're purchasing up a lot of property in California and Florida now a lot of people might say why well because China's expanding man China's expanding China just bought up a lot of land in, in Africa too the whole continent they're taking up whole pieces of little countries so let me hey, let me get some here let me get some here so uh, California and Florida who knows what they want. But I just thought that was interesting news, you know. $6.1 billion on real estate. Coming from a foreign country. I just see a lot of people in the comments to whenever I was reading uh, that article and whenever I was reading the... Uh, just what people's thoughts were. That they're saying that it's kind of fucked up that foreign uh, countries are able to buy land here. But we can't buy land in other countries. Unless we're residents or something like that. Hmm. Which I'm not sure if that's a fact, but I just thought that was a an interesting fact. Um, that's a lot of land. You know, a lot of us here in America can't even purchase a house. A lot of us might be renters still. And to think that every year the land just seems to be eaten up by companies expanding, cities getting bigger, and now potentially other countries coming here and buying up land as well. And real estate and houses. Hopefully they make the land. Hopefully they make the rent cheaper. 
That's the only thing I can cross my fingers for. You spent $6.1 billion on real estate. Please make it cheaper for us. Please. We need it. Well, yep. Besides that, I don't know if I have anything else that I really feel like talking about today. I mean, there's always new music to talk about. Like I said in the beginning, we did start off with the Mac Miller's People Under the Stairs. Have you gotten a chance to hear that? Did you ever hear that whenever it originally came out? Um, I'd have to listen. I don't know. I don't. Oh, wait. You played it earlier? No, mm-hmm. I haven't heard that before. No. Mm-hmm. I'll put a song off of it, but yeah, it's a whole project. Um, I'm not sure when the initial release date was. But apparently it just dropped again this weekend. Hmm. What does that mean? Like, now it's on streaming services, or was it mm-hmm. before? No, before it was just on uh, mixtape sites. So it initially came out in 2011. Cool. Yeah. <coughs> Finally hit the streaming services. <coughs> It's crazy to see how much he's uh, how much he's changed throughout throughout his short life. He was a he was a great great musician, great artist. I actually think the other day we were just sitting here chilling, and I was just like, man, rest in peace, Mac. It hits me sometimes. He's a good guy. I can only imagine what he would have been capable of had he had you know mm-hmm. had the chance to live a longer life. But yeah. For everybody who um, who's a fan of him, go out and support support his family, support his uh, his estates, and check out the latest project. I love life. Thank you. Which was initially released in two thousand eleven, but re released as of this last weekend. And who knows if it's gonna come with music videos? Actually, I haven't checked. But yeah, let me see some other music that happened. Oh, I guess we never got around to it. Rolling Loud, I don't know. Do you want to cover Rolling Loud? Somebody threw a bottle, uh, a plastic bottle, at Kid Cudi's face, and he walked off stage. After telling people not to throw any more shit at him. How do you feel about that? I just feel sad for him. Yeah. I don't think Cudi gets the respect. But it's good that he has the festival coming up and the tour, because those are all going to be people that actually paid tickets to see him. So those people are going to go fucking wild, and it'll it'll help his self-esteem. I think it'll be a redemption. Yeah. Yeah. I, being a a big Cudi fan, and when I say big Cudi fan, you know, I guess I could say early Cudi fan. I, I still support him, but as of late, I guess his music isn't necessarily... Um, as replayable in my in my you know perspective as far as as old as music is, but uh, I think he doesn't get the pressure or the not the pressure he doesn't get the um, damn why did I say pressure recognition recognition how did I know you meant that those words mean two separate two, two separate things <laughs> I don't think he gets the recognition that he that he deserves because he in my opinion birthed a lot of the artists that are out now like you know and you know another one has fallen rest in peace Juice World. But I felt like he had a giant influence on the sound that Juice World was comfortable in and able to actually, you know, become a star with. Um, Trippy Red, you know, Tentacion, just like, though he wasn't the first one who meshed rock and meshed rap together, 
he was the one that did it in the angsty, like, crony, more, I don't know, basic human instinct type <coughs> performance styles, which I think were later adopted by the people, like, you know, Trippy Red and them, who had their own little, <coughs> little crones and little things that they do. You know, because you can't deny a Cuddy Hum. When a Cuddy Hum comes on, it's like, come on now. You know what's, you know what's happening. <laughs> Are you excited to hear him hum live? Only if it's mixed right. If, I have to, like, <laughs> if it, you have to hear some old guy humming on stage not very well, yeah, you're going like, to be a little man. disappointed. <laughs> it's like, come on, brother. Black had to hit the note for you to call me up there. You know, but yeah, I think I'm, I'm pretty excited. I think I think uh, Kid Cudi's going to be dope. <coughs> I mean, the simple fact that People love him so much that he has a a video, not necessarily him, but his fans do, of just him humming for an hour loop, That's and nuts. it has uh, three quarters of a million views. That's nuts. It's amazing. I, as a fan, I, I totally get that. I would never just play Kid Cudi humming. You wouldn't? <laughs> Maybe, like... To show somebody and to laugh at. Like, look at all the hums all mixed together. But I wouldn't just put it on and lay down in bed. Like, mm, I just need to hear some hums. Oh, no. You're tripping it. <laughs> you're tripping it. Because some days, some days you just need to. You just close your eyes, relax. And that's it. For those of you guys who don't know what song is actually being looped here, it's uh, Reborn by uh, Kitsy Ghost, which is Kanye and Kid Cudi. Which, sad to say, I don't think, at least not in the next two, three years, is coming back with a project. They were supposed to release a, a short film, an animated series, a sequel to Kitsy Ghost, and none of that's happening, guys. Kanye was initially supposed to be the guy at Rolling Loud, right? And then, drops out. Cuddy f- ends up joining the bill. Doesn't have nearly the, the fan appreciation, and discography that you know, that people might expect would go off at a festival. So as soon as that was announced, you had hatred and comments. People saying, "Oh, I'm getting a refund for my ticket. I'm only going for yay." Blah 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 blah. So already you kind of you gotta imagine Cuddy's kind of going in, the, in a weird headspace. But then on top of that, Kanye ends up showing up at Rolling Loud, and he he pops up he pops up on stage with Lil Durk, and um, in the weirdest chess move ever, he performs obviously uh, his uh, Lil Durk's and Ye's verse on the latest song with uh, Cardi B. But then. He performs Father Stretch My Hands, which is primarily Cuddy singing in the beginning. And it's the biggest Kanye Cuddy collab. Like, fans just love it. Love it. And, um, yeah. Sings his verse. Talks about wanting to be liberated and dips. 
It's like, what the fuck? Weren't you supposed to be performing right now? Your friend is on the other stage right now, choking hard. Fucking people are throwing fucking bottles at him. This is a this is a mess. Go save his ass. Play some kitsy ghost, man. Go fucking hug him on stage or something. Like, it was just fucking terrible. And it was sad. It was sad as shit. It was sad as shit. And I don't I don't know I don't know how to feel because like I said, I'm a huge a uh, huge Kid Cudi fan. But I'm also a huge Kanye fan. And I respect Kanye for so many more things besides music. And sadly to say, I think I've only really respected Kid Cudi because of music and, he, and the fact that he kind of... He was the important person in my life during that time, you know, when I really got into his music. So the way he's kind of been acting lately with the whole calling his fans fucking bogus. And, you know, just... Oh, I don't know, man. Like That poor fan. Ugh. Cuddy, man, I hope this show kicks ass. I hope this album kicks ass. I know it will be, because he needs it. He needs his redemption, you know. Right now, it's it's tough. It's tough. But with that being said, you know, fuck the fan. Or not even the fan. Fuck the asshole who threw that bottle that got Kid Cuddy off of stage. Because that was uncalled for. It was totally uncalled for. It was childish. He was he was up there playing like fucking poor cut said fuck like seven times. You only say that when you're pissed, pissed, pissed. <laughs> like come on, man. And you guys just sit there and but it was almost like he was egging him on too. Like saying man, fuck this performance, fuck this crowd, fuck this shit. But on that note, uh, what do you feel like? Is there any other topics or anything you kind of want to wrap up with? Because if not. Um, I'm gonna play a Kid Cudi song because I think he deserves a little respect right now. People need to remember his name. I'm gonna it. ride this shit out. Alright. You got no other things? Nope. Nope? Nope. Alright. Well, I appreciate you guys for coming on and listening to another episode of the HNS podcast where you probably learned a bunch of shit that you probably already forgot as well. <laughs> so, to close out the show, take it away. I'm gonna play. Kid Cudi song, but not a lot of people know. It's called Ill Illusions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.